talk shows or episodes or any episodes of any of your favorite shows on air live, don't worry. You can tune in to each episode on any of the major podcast platforms. That includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Deezer, and CastBox, as well as Google Play and iTunes. And make sure you follow, like, and share us on Facebook. We do follow back. So JQLM Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And Ego Entertainment Network, you can follow us at EgoEntNet on all of those platforms. And you can follow the Pillow Talk right on Instagram and Facebook as well. Now that we have the formalities out of the way, uh, let's get into the topic. So Mark V, tell me why you wanted to, why you chose this topic over the other topic. Um, cause you sent it to me. But on top of that, uh, I was looking at the fact, um, my boy Kendall, uh, put this post up, uh, saying that, that, uh, men nowadays aren't looking for, uh, marriage. There are, there, let me get the, uh, um, I'm pulling it up. Yeah. Pull up the, the where I want to, I want to quote them accurately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, here's my, it, cause the, the final statement of it is because women aren't women anymore right so here's another incidence or or another instance where there's criticism levied at uh at women and i really my thought is that women really do not do well with being criticized or critiqued even by the women but especially by men so I'm not going to tread lightly because y'all know I don't do that. But I will uh, not speak emotionally uh, and, and speak just generally. I get the premise that women aren't women anymore, meaning that women womanhood isn't really celebrated as it pertains to uh, relationship, as, a, as it pertains to how a woman relates to a man. That's not really celebrated anymore. What's celebrated more than that is um, I don't need no man. Um, I can get it on my own. Um, I, I'm, I'm a savage. Of course, that's, you know, that's, that's the newest thing, but that's not, that's not a new mindset. You know, they, we had mindsets like that before. We just had different songs that went with them. I think, the mind, I think what the post is saying is that fewer men are – are opting for marriage because the things that we used to have to do and or are, are the things that came along with how you get with a woman, how you marry that woman or how you get that woman to, to decide to marry you. Those things aren't important anymore. Like, okay, dude can be, uh, he can be financially stable or he cannot be financially stable. It don't matter because if you don't need him, then whatever he got <laughs> It don't it don't matter to you, like the things that that a guy would have to do in order to secure a woman to marry aren't things that's really um, encouraged anymore. Like we don't have to, like y'all don't you don't have to. You're sexually liberated, so you can you can do whatever you want to whenever you want to. That's one, right? Um, financially, you can get your own bag. You don't need them for that. That's two, right? Uh, protection, um, we're equal, right? You're, you're on the same uh, level as he is, so you don't need him for protection, right? So what, what would be the reason that a guy would 
decide to our, our younger guy. I'm, this is this is more for younger people. Older people still value uh, marriage and and what it does in, in the institution of marriage. But I think for younger people, yeah, the the whole reason to marry is kind of getting it's kind of getting like washed. Like why why go through the headache of that when you can decide to just you know do your thing and and get all the things that you would get. And a marriage just about. Okay, Mark. Mark goes on and on, y'all. Yeah, I was waiting for you to him. get your. You was doing all kind of stuff <laughs> over there. I was. I, I was filibustering. My, sorry, so you, I had to get my sunglasses, y'all, because the lights are bothering me, my eyes. But um, so in this, basically, what it comes down to. Before I read some of the points of uh this article that was posted on social media about why younger men are no longer interested in marriage because women are no longer women, um. Mark B brought up a couple of points. Here's the thing. Women can, you know what I'm saying, you know, get their own money. They can do whatever they want to do as far as how they dress and who they sleep with and how they sleep with them and how many they sleep with. And that's fine. You can do that as a woman, but you also must be okay with never becoming a wife of a quote unquote good man, because no real good man is going to want a woman who, um, been ran who through. Not just that. Who goes along with what society deems okay? You have too many people that are that don't have their own mindset. They go by what society or government or the majority says. And when you get when you have that, you're no longer an individual. You are now a a, a robot or a, a person that assimilates and, and and no longer holding true to um to universal. You know what I'm saying? Uh, factors that are right or wrong or good or bad or evil or whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, no matter how much society, governments, law try to change the natural order of a lot of things, it will always be because none of them will ever be God. They, you know, uh, will ever be God, creator, whatever you want to call him. And when it comes to how we are designed as men and women there are some things that are just innate and just are so you can choose to accept it or not and so i mean and that's just the gist of it that that's what it comes down to period you can take god out of the whole thing here's here's the here's the bottom line even culturally yeah there's there's more women uh available women and when i say available i mean um liking the opposite sex not locked up or are incarcerated and and desiring to be married there's more women with those criteria than there are men, right? Because um, if you if you if you take the criminal justice system, if you take the the pr- school to prison pipeline, all the political stuff that we that we talk about when we're not talking about uh, desperate housewives, real housewives of Atlanta, and all that stuff, if you take all those factors in into case into the case, then there's more available women than there are available men, right? Um, now you compound that. By the fact that if we are the choosers, because you're not, at, we haven't flip flopped the whole thing where you all are asking men to get married, right? So if we're the choosers, then we're going to choose based off of the value, right? Now, if I get a car and some of everybody has been in that car test driving, it might still be a good car, but a lot of people have been in that car test driving. But if I have the opportunity to get a car that's right off of the factory line, got 0.1 miles uh, used on it. Nobody else has sat in those seats. If I have the opportunity to get that car 
instead of getting this car who may that which may be a good car which one am i going to choose i'm gonna choose this brand spanking new car that nobody sat in that still got the 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 brand new smell in it and everything like that that's what that's what i'm going to choose and that's what most guys are going to choose so you may be a beautiful woman you may have small waist, big behind, big boobs. You may have the prettiest of faces, right? You may have all that. But there's somebody who got all that, and they don't have a whole bunch of dudes that can say that they've seen them naked or they've had sex with them or they've, uh, they've been able to touch, feel, taste, uh, uh, whatever. So if, if I have to choose, if I'm the, the cons- consumer and I got to choose, between one that's been used more, but not just that, one ain't. not just sexually. I mean, you also have to factor in emotional uh, trauma, yeah, baggage, yeah. Uh, thought process. Is she willing to lead? I mean, is she willing to follow? Um, can she lead if put in that position? Um, does she just want to be taken care of? Is she lazy? Is she too? Or is she over independent to where she she has no? She does not possess the ability to be codependent at you know, on a healthy level, meaning you know, a partnership and things of that sort. So um, not just that, but, you know, uh, unfortunately, that is one of the main things that a lot of men look at as well. But this uh, there is there is this article uh, entitled Young Men Giving Up on Marriage. Women aren't women anymore. Um, while more young women say that having a successful marriage is important, fewer young men share that same goal because they feel that women aren't women anymore. Um, so Suzanne Vinker's article on the war on men, um, talks about how the feminist movement has, um, attacked men's masculinity, the structure of, uh, a, a relationship or man as the head of a household and everything. And so I have said several times, I am not a fan of the feminist movement. I'm not, I'm a female and I'm not because it's been hijacked. I do not consider myself a feminist. I've seen way too many feminists talk about how people need, we need to do away with father's day, how uh, recognizing uh, the strength of men and their leadership and things of that sort is a slap in the face to those who choose hello quote uh, uh, quote me <laughs> right the word choose the lifestyle of homosexuality and things of that sort or being transgender and all that kind of stuff now let's be clear um i have many friends close friends who are uh homosexuals or a part of the lgbtq community um people in my family and things of that sort so i love all people what you choose to do with your life is is fine i don't have to agree to how you live your life um as long as you are a good person i'm i'm all i'm all for it but um uh because of those specific factors and why they are driven so hard through media, meaning radio, TV, social media, you know what I'm saying? Even those who try to change laws and stuff. Listen, um, the more you attack men, I think the the more you'll lose um, a lot of the women who, who love men and who um, value them. Because at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of people that are a part of the feminist movement have to realize too that you have sons. You have sons and what you're saying to them is they don't matter, that their their value is equal to nothing. And I have sons, I have two sons and I have fought very hard for my children's fathers to be a part of their lives. And so the fact that you 
continue to overlook the fact that you would not be here without a man. Let's be clear. Without the sperm, you would not be here. So for you to try to continuously attack men and, you know what I'm saying, their masculinity, their 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 um, position, you know, as far as being the head or leaders and stuff, I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. Let's, if we keep it a buck, most of the people who call themselves feminists ain't looking for a man no way. They're looking for a woman. So um, the the other ones, I will say this. Damage comes out, comes about in a whole bunch of different places, right? If you continue, and if you're continuously hurt by a gender, um, it's it's it takes a minute for you to evolve to the space where you say, okay, some of that was my fault. Some of the uh, some of the trauma that was caused, I brought it on myself by choosing unwisely. You know, mm-hmm. when you look back on your relationships and you all, if if you ain't got a good thing to say about nobody that you dated none of your exes, then you got to really check yourself. Like, what yeah. was you looking for, right? Mm-hmm. But when it, comes to, um, when it comes to the war, I would say that the war is not on men. The war is on masculinity. Like, it's okay to be a man, uh, and you won't be attacked for being a man unless you are uh, straight and black. Straight black men is really not popular. We, we we really not popping in these streets right now. You know what I'm saying? So because we're we're lumped into the same group as um, as white men when it comes to misogyny. In fact, uh, there's been articles and people uh, doing commentary and op eds talking about that black men are the white men of the black community. Right? Straight white men, our straight black men are the white men of of the black community. Um, but in order for that to be accurate, we would have to be able to subjugate everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But by just by saying that, you you put this pressure on straight black men that we that we can't be uh, proud of our straightness, or we can't we can't be uh, strong in our masculinity. That something's wrong with masculinity. No, masculinity helps when somebody is is kicking your door in at two o'clock in the morning and your girl is laying next to you. Masculinity helps them. You know what I'm saying? That that ego that makes him feel like he can take over the world, that helps then when somebody is disrespecting you at a at a grocery store or at a club and he stands up and like, what'd you say? That masculinity, that strength is is a benefit then. The, so we need that. The the problem is this is how I see society now. It's a big pool of nothing but mental health issues, period. The fact that society tries so hard to make abnormal the normal is exactly why we have chaos and so many unhappy people. You got everybody just doing just anything and everything. It's, it just looks yeah. like a whole pool of chaos. That's, that's what it is. Um, in this article, I'm going to have Mark read this because I can't uh-huh. really see it. Uh, read from here to here um, okay. on this article. The writer says, the problem, this new phenomenon has changed the dance between men and women. Vinker, Vinker wrote, who's the writer. With feminism pushing them out of their traditional role of breadwinner, protector, and provider, a divorce law uh, uh, and divorce laws increasingly creating a dangerous, precarious financial prospect for the men uh, cut loose from marriage. Men are simply no longer finding any benefit in it. Marriage, as, many marriage. As a writer, 
um, and researcher into the trends of marriage and relate in relationships, Vinker said, she has accidentally stumbled upon a uh, subculture of men who say in two, in no uncertain terms that they're never getting married. When I ask them why, the answer is always the same. Women aren't women anymore. Feminism, which teaches women to think of men as the enemy, has made women angry and defensive, though often unknowingly. Keep uh, yeah, just read right okay. here. Um, now the men have nowhere to go. It is precisely this dynamic, women, women, good, men, bad, that has destroyed the relationship between sexes, yet somehow men are still to blame when love goes awry. Men are tired, Vinker wrote, tired of being told there's something fundamentally wrong with them, tired of being told that if if women aren't happy, it's men's fault. Okay. Man, listen. So that's a, that's, she said a mouthful in that. So I'm going to speak from a woman who, from a woman's standpoint who used to be bitter because I've been that woman who's been in, relationships with men where I was, you know, abused physically. I was abused emotionally, mentally. I've been sexually abused. I've been sexually assaulted. I grew up without a father. Any Anything you can think of when it comes to men, listen, I've been there, done that. Okay? So at some point in your life as a woman, you have to get to the point where you decide that, it's time to do some self-reflection and figure out what is it in me that makes me go out here and choose to seek validation uh, and a savior or somebody to fix me in a man. That's where a lot of us women go wrong. You're looking for what you need and want personally in a man, and he can't do that for you, and it's not his job to fix you. At some point, you have to be honest and real with yourself and say, this is what I've experienced, or these are the decisions that I made, or the mistakes that I made, or these are the things that happened to me, and this is how it makes me feel, and this is why I do this, and this is why I do that, and this is why I respond to this in this way, and this is why I respond to that, and then figure out what steps do I need to take to address that, heal from it, and get my mind and emotions in a position of health where I can now clearly discern between a good man and a bad man and learn when to let go because a lot of us find ourselves trying to prove ourselves over and over again to somebody who doesn't want us and they continue to show us that my uncle used to always say don't ever tell let a man tell you he don't want you more than once Mm -hmm. and so and, and we then we blame the man well he cheated on me or well he you know, um, he 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 got me pregnant, and and now he's no longer with me. But sis, he got two other kids by two other women that he ain't taking care of them kids. So what made you think that you he was gonna stay with you, or he was showing you early on that he wasn't, you know, that he was a flirt or that he was this and that, and you still proceeded the relationship? Like at some point, you have to take responsibility. It's, it's not just the men's fault. Even if you move it on a di- on a different track, speaking as a a, a twice divorced man, right? Marriage does not benefit guys uh, in the long run for the most part. If you look at the fact that statistically um, most of most divorces to end, end in divorce, right? Um, the when it comes to when it comes to the um, the when it comes to what we get out of, of marriage or what the benefit of marriage is, if we're if 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 men getting married, if the benefit is um, having sex, right? We can get that anywhere, 
if the benefit is um if the benefit is uh what uh, uh ha- being with somebody right uh, having somebody next to you that could, men get more out of uh men get more m- men can get more out of marriage if it was more if if it was divvied up equally when it, if the same risk that women had financially and everything was the same risk that men have, but that's not the case. When you leave a marriage, if you had kids nine times out of 10, the court is going to side with the woman when it comes to who should, who should have custody of the children. That's a financial burden that you didn't have before as a man that you have after you get a divorce, right? So now money that you wouldn't be paying before you are paying that now. Because that's extra money on top of the the living expense. Because at first you you paid for one house, you paid for one system of electricity, you paid for one refrigerator with food in it. Now you're paying for yours and you're paying extra, right? So that's one uh, that's one benefit. States that have alimony, there's very few cases where women are paying alimony to men. That's very few cases. What? So most of the time in those states, men are paying alimony. So. That's another and and however much you love somebody going into a marriage, you never know how much they love you. So you could love them with all your heart and want to give them everything that's in your pockets. Right. They could love you with some of their heart and wants to give you some of the stuff that's in their pockets. And you never know until you're in divorce court and then they're really telling people what they think about you and stuff like that. So financially. It doesn't work out for guys. So when a guy is is marrying you, he's taking a chance and taking a risk and saying, "Okay, this is somebody that I'm not going to have to worry worry about." So he better your your booty's not going to be big enough, your body's not going to be banging enough, your face is not going to be pretty enough to make that risk. Because there's always somebody else that looks just as good or better that he doesn't have to have that same amount of risk with. So your personality better be worth him making that risk. And most of the times it just ain't. I don't think it's more, I don't think it's just the personality, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to um, add to what Mark B said. So stick and say, we'll be right back. If you're on Facebook, you can tune in and and listen. uh, If you want to get the full effect of the show, because you're not going to be able to hear what's going on. Um, So we're going to be right back. Stick and stay. About 
Everybody, it's your girl, Lady J, owner of Ego Entertainment Network and host of the Impossible Radio Show. Have you ever thought about having your own radio or podcast show? Maybe be featured in a magazine or air commercials on television or maybe even have your own TV show. Well, look no further. Ego Entertainment Network is here for all of your media production needs. Contact us today at 317-886-0296. Or visit our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. You would be surprised at how affordable it is. Oh, don't forget, tune in to JQLM Radio every day. Download the JQLM Radio app for all of you Android users or Apple users and Android users. You can use the TuneIn app. Or listen straight from our website or the JQLM Radio Facebook page. Ego Entertainment Network, empowered greatness optimized. JQLM Radio presents Lunch Money Mondays, brought to you by our sponsors. Tune in every Monday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a chance to win $10 towards your lunch on us. Call in at 317-886-0296 at the appropriate time and answer the question of the day. Answer correctly and the $10 is all yours. So listen often throughout the week for hidden answers. Lunch Money Mondays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Lunch Money Mondays. All right, welcome back to Pillow Talk with your girl Lady J. Your boy Mark B. And we've been talking about um, why younger men are giving up on marriage. They feel like women aren't women anymore. And Mark B was talking about women's personality, and um, that's the thing that men look at. Uh, if or he better make sure that her personality is good before he, you know, marries her. And I, I'm, I um, would like, like I over the break, I was telling the people on Facebook that um, 
adding to that, it's not just her personality. You measure a person's um, love, care, and concern for you by how they react to the crisis that you're in. So yeah. if you pay attention, close attention to how women behave when you find yourself in a crisis, crisis, whether that be financially, medically, you know, physically, emotionally, or mentally, that can tell you a lot about the type of woman that she will be or the type of wife that she will be. Uh, in marriage because if she runs to the hills at the site of <clears throat> you losing a job or getting ill to where you can't work or not making as much, you know, uh, money or, uh, not having a certain type of degree and things of this sort, then that's not a woman that you, uh, should be, uh, wanting to spend your life with or even be thinking about spending your life. And, with. and while that's true, um, the, the, the fact remains, even the Bible talks about, uh, a man, um, I forgot the scripture where it says a man rather live in the house on top of the house than inside the house with the woman. And the reason why with is, a quarreling woman, yeah, with a quarreling woman. And that's that's why I mean personality, because you can have a rider. You can have a, a chick that's going to be down for you. She ain't going to run because she don't know nothing about running. She only thinks she knows how to grind and how to make it through. But if y'all can't get along, if she always on your nerves and you always on hers. Y'all always fighting and stuff like that, but y'all ain't never leaving. You know, y'all y'all sticking it out, but both of y'all got scratches and black eyes and stuff like that. That's that's unhealthy. So that's why I'm like personality also plays a part. And uh like I was saying on the break, when if a if a guy is trying to if a woman is saying that you have to have this certain criteria uh, in order to date me, which a, a woman should have a checklist of things that she prefers, and she she should have, um, when it comes to what she's trying to marry, the things on her list should have more to do with his personality than what he has, if you're smart. It should have more to do with, is he the type of, is, is, he, a, is he respectful of women? Is he the type of man that is a giver? Those type of things. Uh, because if you say, okay, he should have a, a, a certain... Uh, kind of job. He should make a certain type of money. That That's cool if he is then allowed to say that you need to have, a, you need to be below a certain weight. You need to have a, a certain kind of dimensions. Um, your hips can't be too big or too small. Your No matter how many kids you have from him, you, sh you have to maintain, because then relationships is transactional. So if you're saying that that he has to meet this criteria in order to be with you, then he's he should be allowed to have criteria too. If not, then what you're saying is that you need a man who caters to you. And that's not a partner. That is a servant. So instead of focusing on what he has to give you, um, focus on what kind of person he is. What what is he? And, and if you do, if we focus more on that, then we can get away from the fact that marriage really is is a risky, a super risky investment for men. It's way riskier than it is for women. Here, but, but here's one thing too that uh, some women 
or some men may not understand either. Before I go into that, let me just read some of the comments we have on Facebook. Um, Stacy Major says, what's up, Stacy? Says, women aren't ladies anymore. Then it's time to move on. Sam Jackson says, in today's world, men and women need to do background checks before entering into a relationship. Hey, Man. I'm all for that because some of y'all here be sending some serious representatives, okay? Yeah. Serious representatives. Uh, Tanise says, uh, she totally agrees with Stacy. Um, Stacy says, a, a woman should have a time limit. Um, and call in number is 317-886-0296. So if you would like to call in to give a, a, a comment or have a question, the call in number is 317-886-0296. So we've, uh, uh, this article made some amazing points as to why men, uh, feel like women aren't women anymore. Feminism has a, a whole lot to do with it and the attack on men and the masculinity and their, their position as, um, leaders you know as the heads and so protectors and providers. men also need to realize too that some women i see a lot of women nowadays like hyphenating their name when they get married when men have to realize that women dang near give up their identity uh first and foremost when she doesn't know who she is if you hear the phrase you know i lost myself while being with this person because uh, so many of us don't know who we are unless we're a wife or a mother you don't know who you are as an individual on top of that we have to give up our last name, we have to give up our bodies, meaning that we're bearing his children. So we are sacrificing uh, our hormonal balance and all of these other things, you know what I'm saying? Our, our nice shape and all that good stuff. You know, we have to go out here and change every, uh, you know, all of our our uh, personal information on everything. We, we give up a lot too in, in, in a marriage. And while they may feel that, you know, they walk away with less when it comes to financially. We take on the bulk of the burden, though. And that's what men fail to realize. And, and not just finances. We're, we're talking about the, the laboring every day. Imagine having your kids. You get the kids two times, uh, uh, two days every weekend or every other weekend. And we have them seven to ten days across a week or two week span like that's not that's that's not equal you know what i'm saying so we have to hold on wait a minute so so that's not equal so what men don't realize uh, is those are other things that we have to consider when we go in and we accept your hand in marriage the problem is that it it's that's self-imposed like yes it's more difficult to have a child five days out of the week than it is to have it two days out of the week. But most fathers would rather not have their kids two days out of the week. So the, the burden of having the child uh, uh, three more days per week than the other parent isn't one that is pushed on the the mother. It's one usually that is reserved for the mother, either through the court system who believes that um, mothers are better parents than fathers are generally across the board, or by uh, by a mother who who chooses to be vindictive, and and um, and knowing that she's not as good a parent as the father is, will choose to take the uh, the child or get custody of the child just so that father can be financially strapped. Because here here's the here's the um, here's the the bad part that happens when it, when you're a custodial father, right? You have the kid two day, two days out of the week, but your job doesn't. Um, doesn't acquiesce to your uh, child rearing days, right? So um, maybe you maybe you get the kids on Saturday and Sunday, but your off days are Wednesday and Friday. So you have to work on the days that you have your kids, and you don't even get the full day with your kids. 
So that's one factor that you have. So you're not even getting full time with your children and don't have a, uh, a mother who seizes that opportunity to say, Oh, we have a caller. Hit answer. Hit the green button. Hang on. Okay, caller, call back. Call uh, back. There's a delay when you. Hang uh, on. Uh, call, are you call, there? are you there? Which? Uh, All right, caller, call back. Yeah, call back, caller, uh, so we can hear from you. Uh, but not to mention, if you have a uh, an ex who is upset because you're either moving on or because she hasn't moved on, and. Um, she she says, okay, well, those days that you have off, you need to t- are those days that you uh, that you're working that you're supposed to get them. You need to call off or whatever on those days, or else you won't be able to get them on those days. You know what I'm saying? That th- that's the type of tug of war that happens um, when in a uh, uh, divorce situation or something like that. So that. Chantel says, uh, sad but true. Uh, uh, Our caller is calling back. Hold on, caller, because sometimes there's a delay in between the answer. Thank you for calling Pillow Talk. This is Lady J. Who are we speaking with, and where are you calling from? Indianapolis. All right. um, Go ahead with your comment or question. Um, I guess my comment is... I think one thing we have to be able to do is be more mature about it because I can even say for myself, um, me and my child's father is not together, but co-parenting is very important when, it, as it relates to not putting the courts in your business. Uh-huh. So it's all about the maturity of the parents because it's not about the child. It's about, I mean, I'm sorry, it's not about the individual. It's about the child. So when you right. put the child first, it doesn't matter how many days. Mm-hmm. We have to mm-hmm. get more and not have so many systems in our business and being a dot and making sure that we do the best thing for our children. I totally agree. Thank you for your comment. Yeah, I do too. I I think I'm sorry. Go ahead, caller. So for those of you listening on Facebook, this is why we tell y'all to tune in because this is radio, Uh, but you didn't hear what the caller was saying. So, uh, uh, she was saying that, um, we have to be mature when it comes to co-parenting mm-hmm. um, and not have so many systems in our business and understand that it doesn't really uh, matter how many days, you know what I'm saying, one gets the other. But if we if we dealt with it in a mature way, that wouldn't uh, be such a big, you know what I'm saying, issue. The problem is with a lot of states, like state of Indiana, is you don't get that option. If you are married, you're going to be on visitation and child support. There, that's mm-hmm. not an option. Right. You don't get that option. Um, some other states may be different, mm-hmm. but um, me personally, when I was uh, married, you know, I had children and I divorced. Um, the father of my children, he was no longer in their lives. He decided that he wasn't going to be a father. So I'm the type of mother where I chased him down. I chased him down and tried to make him be a father. Um, I didn't care that you wasn't paying nothing, you know, yeah, that was frustrating, but I worked, you know, to, to support my children and did what I needed to do. But my main concern is that you be a part of their life because I know what it's like to be, to grow up without a father. Now I'm fortunate enough now that my children are older and their dad has, is now a part of their lives where, um, we don't abide by state visitation, um, to an extent, 
I don't mind you getting the kids whenever you feel like it. As long as I, you're not interfering with the plans I have with them, we had already discussed that. We do pretty pretty good with that. So um, I think that it does take two, it takes two mature adults, period, to have kids. And that's another reason why you have so many young men, you know, not wanting marriage, but willing to make young women wives. I mean, young women mothers before they make them wives. And so you're already going into it with the mindset that I don't have to be around and you don't realize how detrimental that is to a child to mm -hmm. when you are actually choosing to go that way. Yeah. I, I, I think there's like, there's penalties in place uh, that the, that the state and local government will enforce for a father who chooses not to be part of his child's life. Right. But there's no penalties in place for a mother who is immature uh, because it has to be proven that she's purposely keeping the child from the father or that she's switching the days or that she changes her phone number um, and not and doesn't give it to the father or that she keeps her um, keeps the father from um, knowing about things that uh, that the child is is uh, like maybe a, a school program or something like that. That's stuff that has to be proven. So and there's no penalty really in place for that because. The judge, it, it turns into if you go in there as a father without any kind of documentation where you've called the police and, and filed police reports and stuff like that, which is bringing more drama. If you don't come to court with that, then it's he said, she said. So when it comes to young men who either have who were the sons of uh, of parents who were bickering back and forth during this stuff, they see, OK, well, my mom and my dad couldn't get it together and they loved me. You know, both of them said they love me and they couldn't keep it together or they couldn't uh, uh, be on the same page. And I see my dad was living in a he, either my dad was living in a one bedroom apartment with a lamp and a and a, a, a fold out chair for him to sleep on. Or else my dad was out here balling, but he was never in my life. Those are the, That's the two dads that you get one one or the other. Right. You can't get the dad in the middle who who, you know, maybe he ain't living lavish, but he's there at all your programs. And so you don't, you don't hear that highlighted. So because of that, young men are like, shoot, why do I want to get married? What, what's what's the benefit in it? Because if something happens, if she gets a wild hair up, up behind or something like that, she can take everything that that I got. And I'm sitting here paying. Number one, if we have a child together, which listen, ha the the control that women have over you know whether a child is born or whether a man who doesn't want to be a father is made to be a father that's a whole other conversation but let let add that to it we'll have that conversation some other time or we might have had that conversation before but that's a whole other thing right young men are looking at the fact that okay this kind of investment it if you look at it it's the worst kind of investment that you can actually invest in because if you look at the statistics, statistically, that that investment rarely ever comes out good. Chantel says it's so unfair for fathers that want to parent their children, and I agree. Um, for those of you that want to call in, it's 317-886-0296. So let me say that marriage is not the worst investment that you could ever make. I've made some investments along the way that was way worse than I don't say way worse, could be equally worse than marriage. I'll say making the investment in the wrong person with marriage is the worst investment that you could ever make. Because marriage mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing if, when done right and when you go into it with the right intentions and, um, and, and you are going into it 
uh, with a level head, you know what I'm saying, and your emotions are are intact and you're mature enough to do so. And if you study what marriage really is and what it's meant to to do and what it's meant to be, it is it is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you have children having children, children going into relationships. And when I say children, I mean, you can be 30, 40, 50 and still be a child. You got a lot of grown kids walking around. At the end of the day, you may be an, a, considered an adult in the chronological uh, or legal sense, but that doesn't make you an adult in the mental area, you know, in the mental sense. So yeah. um, I would say that for we want, we want so many things when it comes to love and relationship and marriage, but we don't want to do the work. We, we, we say that we know it's not all peaches and cream, but uh, when issues arise we behave as though that this is not what i signed up for this is not what i want every time an issue arises and that's just not what it should be uh let's see alliance says what does that say it says also uh too many men uh don't value marriage i know a lot of husbands who are not committed to their wives and and okay with having girlfriends on the side which is sad also too many uh familiar females oh familiar you're right yeah are okay with are okay with being the side chick standards need to increase Mm -hmm. and then she said uh, uh remember we choose who we lay down with so we need to up our standards of choosing or being chosen and yeah that's true yeah that's that's true and also you we have to accept responsibility for bad choices you know what i'm saying like everybody wants wants to get out of a bad deal so if you chose somebody because they were cute and then found out they was dumb and and uh non-committal and that they were abusive Okay, you made the choice to be with that person. When you leave, you might lose some stuff. You might miss out on some stuff. But if you do, accept that responsibility. Or if you all's personality just don't work out and you all separate. Okay, cool. Accept that responsibility of stuff uh, of, okay, I'm, I missed out on, you know, two years of my life that, I, okay, he did too. You know what I mean? So... Cut your losses, like they say, and you go your way and learn what you need to learn from that situation and allow him to don't try and get revenge or try and get one up. Well, yeah, we left, but I got the car. You know, I I got the bed. Here's another thing um, to piggyback off of what Elaine said. Women also need to realize that men have standards as well. Women complain about men talking about what they wear and all this kind of stuff. At the end of the day, sis. He chooses. So either you acquiesce to the standards of the man that you want or you don't get that man, period. You don't get to tell men what they should and should uh, accept and not accept when they are the ones doing the choosing. If you if you go in for a job, you either will present the skills that they uh, the standards that they meet and the skills, the skill set that is set or you don't get the job. It's period. It's that simple. You can do what you want to do, but you also have to understand that you won't always get the man that you want because you don't meet his standards, whether that be in how you dress, what you say, how you behave, um, what your personality is, if you're a supporter or not, if you're a good partner or not, if you're too independent. A, a whole bunch of things are are those are, are a factor in, and each man is different. But there are some things across the board that all men 
require. I know the number one thing that I hear from all men and what I've always heard is respect. If you can't respect a man, trust and believe you me, he is never going to marry. He won't even take you seriously as a, in a relationship. No, and, and also keep in mind that just like there's always some guy that is willing to to uh, uh, lay down with you or have sex with you, there's always some female that's willing to do what you want. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 your stance on being good or being kind to him is based on I don't feel like it or I shouldn't have to or it don't take all that, that's cool. Just understand that there's somebody else who looks better than you who is willing to do that. Yeah. So um we're coming down to the we've come down to the last minute of the show and this is a good top this was a really good topic. Um and uh man, I wish we maybe we can do a part two or we can do the flip side as far as women in marriage because tonight we were talking about men. So um <laughs> anyway, uh you've been tuned in to JQLM Radio, uh a division of Ego Entertainment Network to Pillow Talk with your girl Lady J. Boy Mark B. And this is a show to know, to show, and to grow. Love and relationships. Uh, catch us second Sunday in July. Um, second and fourth Sunday in July on right here at 730 um, for Pillow Talk right here on JQLM Radio.